Welcome to the Celebration Church podcast and thanks so much for tuning in. Celebration Church is one church in 10 locations across Southeast Louisiana. We are all about changing lives, homes, our city, and the world through Jesus Christ. We hope that you're both encouraged and challenged by today's message. Well, welcome to our first weekend of worship services in 2021. Thank you so much for joining us today. I want to encourage you to take your Bible, a Bible app, and turn with me to webcc.info. That's our digital worship guide, webcc.info. And there uh, you'll find the sermon notes tab. You'll find our passage of scripture and our study guide for the day. Both will help you to follow along with today's message. I hope you had a good Christmas time and a good New Year's time. I hope you had a good holiday season with your family and friends. Let me ask you a question. Did you get the gifts from people that they were expecting you to get? Oftentimes, uh, we men especially miss getting the right gifts. One time a woman said to her husband, for Christmas, I want you to get me something that's shiny and new and goes from zero to 160. She was hoping for a new car, but he bought her a bathroom scale instead. She wasn't pleased with that gift. Uh, another wife said to her husband, honey, I want you to get me something that will make me look even more sexy and beautiful. She was thinking of some lingerie or a new outfit. He brought her an exercise bike and boy, that didn't turn out well for him. You know, you ladies, you got to tell us exactly what you expect from us. We don't, we men, we don't get those hints. You got to tell us exactly what you want if you want us to get the right gifts. Now, this week, uh, Celebration Church, we're beginning our annual, uh, annual fasting and prayer emphasis here on this first weekend of January. Uh, we do that annual fasting and prayer emphasis to help us draw near to the Lord, to help us experience in greater ways His presence, His peace, and His power in our lives, but also so we can dedicate that time to really hearing succinctly from the Lord so we can know what He wants in our lives, what He wants to do in and for and through our lives in this new year. I want to encourage you to participate with us in this fasting prayer emphasis. You can find information about how to participate in it, what to fast, all those kinds of things at celebrationchurch.org slash prayer fasting. Here's a couple of things I want you to know that I know that God wants for each of our lives. For example, I know that God wants us to become holier in our lives in 2021. He wants us to become uh, more like Jesus in our attitude or ambitions or actions and the relationships of our lives. I also know that the Lord wants us to become happier in our lives. He wants us to experience more joy in 2021 than we did in 2020. Jesus said, I've told you these things so that your joy might be full. The Lord wants us to become holier and happier. But also the Lord wants us to become healthier in our lives in 2021. And that's what we're going to be learning about today from the Old Testament story of a man named Daniel. So take your Bible and turn to Daniel chapter 1. Now we're talking today about a subject I really don't like to talk about. We're talking about becoming healthier physically as well as in other areas of our lives. Let me ask you a question. Does God really care about physical well-being? Does God really care about our physical health? Let me give you a couple of verses to think about. In the book of 3 John and the second verse, the Apostle John says, I pray that all is well with you and that your body is as healthy as I know your soul is. You see, God, through the Apostle John, says, I want your physical health to be as strong as your spiritual health. And by the way, he wants our spiritual health to be as strong as our physical health. Physical health and spiritual connect health are always connected in the eyes of the Lord. So how do we keep ourselves physically healthy? You can see by looking at me, that's always been a challenge. How do we keep ourselves physically healthy? And the answer is by following the owner's manual. You see, the Bible is God's manual for life. 
Uh, this is the owner's manual that tells us the truth about how to live life, how to get the best of life, how to experience God's best in our lives. Our creator, the one who made us, he knows the best ways for us in every area of our life. And in the Bible, we find God's direction, God's guidance, God's help for every area of our life, including the physical area of our life. Look at what it says in Proverbs chapter 3, verses 7 and 8. Uh, Solomon said, don't depend on your own wisdom. Instead, respect the Lord and refuse to do what's wrong. Then your body will be healthy and your bones will be strong. First of all, it says, don't depend on your own wisdom. Don't think that you know exactly what's best for you. That probably is not the case. God knows what's better for us than you and I know what's better for us. So we need to turn the trust in God's wisdom. And then we're to respect the Lord. How do we respect the Lord? By refusing to do what's wrong and by concentrating on doing what's right. Uh, the Bible says when we refuse to do what's wrong, uh, we are respecting the Lord. When we're focused on doing right, we're respecting the Lord. And the result is then your body will be healthy and your bones will be strong. You see, we go strong by refusing to do that which is wrong and by focusing on doing that which is right. Now, we're going to look today at five habits that will help us to become healthier in our lives. Five habits that will help us whether we're a follower of Jesus, we're not a follower of Jesus, whether we're a devoted follower of Jesus, or we've kind of been a haphazard follower of Jesus. Five habits that will help us become stronger in different areas of our lives, but especially in the physical realm of our lives. We're going to use uh, as a backdrop uh, the story of a great man named Daniel. You'll find the book of Daniel, again, in the Old Testament. Uh, several thousand years ago, there was a king of Babylon. His name was Nebuchadnezzar. Aren't you glad your parents didn't name you Nebuchadnezzar? His name was Nebuchadnezzar, and his kingdom, the Babylon kingdom, uh, defeated the Israelites, uh, the kingdom of Israel. And they brought a number of the Israelites over into Babylon. And King Nebuchadnezzar, king Nebuchadnezzar said, I want you to choose the brightest and the best and the smartest and, and, and the best looking. And I want to train them into how to be leaders in the Babylonian kingdom. One of those young men, young men who was chosen was a young man named Daniel. His three friends also got chosen. We know them by their, by their names, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Now, one of the perks of being chosen by the king to be developed into a leader was that you got to eat what the, they ate in the king's house. You got, to, you got to have the finest of breads and the, and the best of the sweets and the finest of the meats and, and the richest of foods and all those kinds of things. And that's what they were feeding the people like Daniel and Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. They were trained to be leaders. But, but Daniel said, wait just a moment. He said, I'm Jewish. I'm kosher. I don't need to eat that junk. God doesn't want me to eat that junk. So he went to the king's assistant and said, let's have a contest. While the other guys are eating the king's food, my friends and I are going to be eating God's food or good food. Then we'll see at the end of the summer, some days who's got more energy, who's stronger, who's healthier. And here's what we read in Daniel chapter 1, verse 15. At the end of the 10 days, Daniel and his three friends looked healthier and better nourished than the young men who had been eating the food assigned by the king. Now, here's what I want you to understand. Daniel was one of the greatest men who ever lived. And he focused his life on being healthy physically and emotionally and spiritually and relationally in every area of our life. And today we need to learn how to become like Daniel so we'll be healthier in 2021 than we've been in any previous year of our lives. So what are some habits we need to learn from the life of Daniel that will help us become healthy in our lives? Five things I want you to take note of today that are on your study guide. To begin with, to become healthy and stay healthy in 2021, we're going to need to start eating healthy food. Uh, the Bible says in Daniel 1.8 that Daniel was determined not to defile himself by eating the food and the wine given to him and the other men by the king. He was committed to eating healthy food, not rich food, not junk food. How many of you like me like eating junk food? 
You like cookies and cakes and sweets and treats. You like chips and all those kinds of things. I mean, those are the kinds of things that many of us like to eat. Now, some people can get away with eating junk food and not affect them in such a bad way. They've got good genetics. They've got, they've got a high metabolism. It doesn't have a negative effect on them. They don't gain weight because they have a good metabolism. I don't know about you, but I, I intensely dislike people like that. Just kidding. Uh, some people can get away with that. But for most of us, if we eat junk food... We're going to feel junky. We're going to look junky. We're going to act junky. Life is going to be more junky than it ought to be in our lives. And the Lord says in his word, we're not to be focused on, we're to be focused on becoming healthy, not junky in our lives. Paul wrote these words in 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 13. He said, food was made for the stomach and the stomach for food. But you can't say that our bodies were made for sexual morality. They were made for the Lord and the Lord cares about our bodies. Think about that last phrase. The Lord cares about our bodies. He cares what we do with our bodies. He cares what we put into our bodies. He cares how we treat our bodies. And if the Lord cares about our bodies, we ought to care about our body as well. And the Bible tells us that God wants us to eat the food that he created and stay away from the food that man created because he wants us to have healthy bodies. Now listen, if food is man-made, it's probably not good for you. So we're going to focus on eating food that God made. It's, it's simple. I'm talking about eating real fresh food. That ought to be the majority of our diet. The, the food man makes are factory-made science projects that are made by industrial corporations. And they're designed for one thing. They're designed to hook you and to get you addicted to them. They're hyper-addictive, hyper-processed food designed to hijack your brain chemistry, your taste buds, and your metabolism. And, and we're to stay away from those kind of foods, especially the foods that are filled with sugar. Because sugar is eight times as addictive as cocaine. Can you believe that? Uh, rats will literally eat sugar until they die instead of actually taking care of themselves. If they have the choice of eating cocaine or eating sugar, uh, the rats always go for the sugar. It's crazy. Now, I understand it because I love and crave sugar. I mean, I've never met a sweet I didn't like, I want to tell you. I love things like beignets. I love things like donuts. I love things like cookies. I love things like cake. I love, I love things like pastries. I, I love all, if it's sweet, I can tell you I like it. I mean, sometimes when I'm driving down Clearview Parkway in Metairie, I'm driving by the Krispy Kreme shop, and when I see the sign lit up, I think, man, there's a sign from God. I need to stop and get me some donuts. Actually, I said to the Lord, Lord, one time, Lord, if you want me to stop and get some donuts, let there be an empty space in the parking lot. And sure enough, on the eighth time around, I found that empty space in that parking lot. Now, I like those kind of things. You like those kind of things. A lot of us like those kind of things. But God says those kinds of things are good for us. That we need to focus on eating healthy things, not junk food, not unhealthy things in our lives. And when we do, it begins to change the way that we, not only the way we look, but the way that we feel, the way we think, the way that we live in our lives. Listen to this testimony about a woman named Noelle. That's a good Christmas name, Noelle. She was 40 pounds overweight, and she read a book uh, based on Daniel's eating habits called The Daniel Plan. It was written by my friend Rick Warren and some, uh, some doctors, uh, well-known doctors. Now, Noelle had all sorts of issues. She was overweight. She had sinus problems. She had headaches. She had joint pain. She had fatigue. She had irritable bowel syndrome. She had depression. Does, does that sound familiar to anybody? By focusing on, however, on eating healthy and following the Daniel plan, she got rid of all those things. She got more energy. She lost weight. She got better sleep. She was in a better mood. She lost 40 pounds. All of her negative symptoms began to go away. Her headaches, her skin cleared up, her depression improved, her joint pain, pain went away, her brain fog lifted. All of that happened when she started 
eating healthy. And let me tell you, similar things will happen in our lives when we start eating healthy in our lives. So let me give you some tips about eating healthy. Uh, number one, we need to focus on getting rid of sugar and flour in our lives. If we'll just do that for 10 to 14 days, you would be amazed at how much better you would feel and how much better life would be for you. If it has a label, it comes in a box or package, box or package, or it can't, it's probably not the best kind of food for you to eat. If it's processed or made in a factory or a plant, stay away from it. If it's grown as a plant, you can eat it. Now, I'm not talking about marijuana brownies, but, you know, most of the plants that we're talking about there. Also, things like high fructose, corn syrup, trans fats that MSG are not good for us. And, and even things like gluten and dairy are very inflammatory for many people. I'm not saying that you need to stay away from dairy forever. Just do it for seven to ten days and see how you feel. What you'll find is that those things may be contributing to your headaches, your digestive issues, your joint pain or your fatigue or even your depression. When you get rid of those kind of things, you'll begin to see how how, you, how you're to really feel in your life. You see, learning to eat whole, re real, and fresh foods would help us greatly, as would eating protein and fat at every meal. If it's grown on a farm, it's great for you. If it comes from a food chemist lab, you probably shouldn't eat it. And by the way, you ought to eat protein and fat at every meal. These help regulate your blood sugar. They keep you from cravings that drive you to eat the wrong foods and, and keep, help our bodies to heal. You'll find lots of protein in things like fish and chicken and eggs and nuts and seeds and, and tofu. I can't believe I'm recommending tofu to you. Uh, fat doesn't, uh, by the way, fat's not bad for you either. Fat, fat does not make you fat. I tell people fat is where it's at sometimes. Uh, fat helps curb your appetite, helps your metabolism work better. And, and good fats are things like olive oil and coconut butter and avocados and nuts and seeds. And those are fats that help your body work better. The Daniel Plan book that I mentioned earlier and other books uh, on nutrition teach us about uh, how to eat flavorful, healthy foods and how, how to get healthier in our lives. And by the way, uh, having good friends in our lives who encourage us in eating healthy or who, who model for us eating healthy is also a good thing to do. So, so, so let me tell you, if you have supportive friends who are eating the right way and you're eating the right way, it helps you to stay uh, healthy in your life. Scientists did a study where they put rats in a cage together as opposed to being alone. In one month, those rats lost half of their belly fat by being together. And we tell you, if you just doing a life group this year, you'd probably lose half your belly fat. That's a good reason to be a part of a life group. Now, we live in New Orleans, which is the food capital of the world. In New Orleans, we don't just love to eat, we live to eat. I mean, if you're from New Orleans... I mean, you're always thinking about beignets and, 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 and all kind of different cakes and pies and all those kinds of things. If you live in New Orleans, you judge the quality of your poor boy by the number of napkins you have to use while you're eating. If, you, if you're from New Orleans, your idea of eating healthy is, is putting lettuce and tomato on your fried oyster, fried shrimp poor boy. If you're from New Orleans, you probably gain 10 or 15 pounds permanently. You don't care anymore. Let me tell you, in New Orleans, we, we have the market on eating unhealthy, but God wants us to be healthy. And God's way is always better for our lives. And so to come and stay healthy in 2021, we're going to need to start eating, start focusing on eating healthy food. But here's the second thing to become and stay healthy in 2021. We're also going to need to maintain healthy thoughts. That's the focus factor. Let's go back to Daniel's story. King Nebuchadnezzar said, select only healthy and good looking men. Make sure they're well-versed in every branch of learning, that they're gifted with knowledge and good judgment. They have knowledge and good judgment, and they're seated to serve in the royal palace. Now, uh, he was talking about Daniel and his friends. He said, find people who, who, have, who have healthy thinking in their life. Daniel was somebody like that. See, he was focused not only on eating right, but on thinking right in his life. 
tell you, healthy people don't just eat healthy food. Healthy people also think healthy thoughts. You see, the battle for our health starts not in our belly, but in our brain. That's where it starts. When we, we have to learn how to control our focus. We have to learn how to control our thoughts. We have to learn how to control our desires. Because if we don't learn how to control what we think about and direct our thoughts about, uh, we're going to be all over the place and it's going to show up in our behaviors in unhealthy ways. The way we think affects the way we feel and the way we feel affects what we do in our lives. Look at what Jesus said in Luke eleven thirty four. Jesus said, your eye is like a lamp that provides light for your body. When your eye is healthy, your whole body is filled with light. But when it is unhealthy, your body is filled with darkness. So what's he talking about there? He's not talking about physical eyesight. He's not talking about whether or not you need glasses or whether or not you have glaucoma or cataracts or some other eye issue. He's talking about the vision of your life, the thought process of your life, the, uh, what you think about and reflect on in your mind. He says if our focus and our thoughts is bad, then our life and health is going to be bad. But if our focus and our thought life is good, our life and health is going to be good as well. So it starts in our mind. The battle doesn't start in your belly. It starts in your mind. Listen to this quote from a Dr. Daniel Amin. He said there are 140 studies that say as our weight goes up, the actual physical size and function of our brain goes down. Now think about that study. He's referring to something called the dinosaur syndrome. You know, dinosaurs, the bigger they were, the smaller their brains were. Uh, that should scare the fat out of all of us right there. Uh, we're going to become dinosaurs if we don't get serious about our health issues. Think about this. 70% of Americans are overweight. What that means is that we, what we're experiencing now is the biggest brain drain in the history of our country. No wonder there's so much craziness happening in our, happening in our world. And no wonder so many people are doing so many crazy things because our, our brain is involved in everything we do. How we think, how we feel, how we laugh, how we get along with other people. And what we think about in our mind determines how we feel and it ultimately determines what we do in our lives. At the Amin clinics led by Dr. Amin, they looked at over 85,000 brain scans. And one of the biggest lessons they learned is when our brain is healthy, when our brain is working right, we're eating right and we're becoming healthier in our lives. But if our brain is troubled, if we're struggling with anxiety or worry or fear or depression or discouragement or hurt or something like that, it, 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 affects, it affects our body and it affects the quality of our lives. It affects our relationships. It affects everything. People who have healthier brains are usually physically healthier in their lives because they wind up making better decisions in their lives. So what is the organ of decision making? It's our brain. If our brain is functioning right, we become healthier in every area of our life. We become wealthy in our life if our brain is thinking right. When our brain is not healthy, we're sadder and sicker and poorer and not as successful. So, so listen, stapling our stomach is working on the wrong organ. It's our brain that pushes us away from the table, telling us we've had enough. Or it's our brain that tells us uh, that to have that third donut that makes us feel, look and feel junky. If we want to have a healthier body, it begins with having a healthier thought life. It begins with having a healthier brain. By the way, brain health only requires three simple words. You've got to care about your health. You've got to stop doing that which is unhealthy. And you've got to engage in some healthy habits. The more we focus our mind on healthy things, healthy thoughts and healthy habits, like reading God's word, praying on a daily basis, the more uh, our mind will become healthy. And the more our mind becomes healthy, the more our body becomes healthy as well. Now, in a couple of weeks, we're beginning our spiritual growth emphasis called transform. 
And one of the key verses of our transformed spiritual growth emphasis is Romans chapter 12, verse 2, which says, Don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way that you think. You see, focusing our mind on the right thing helps us to make the right decisions, which lead to healthier choices and live healthier lives. That's why the Bible says in Proverbs 4, Guard your heart and mind above all else, for it determines the course and the quality of your life. Now, we're going to have an entire sermon in our Transform series just about how to think right, how to get our mind right. But let me just say, one of the things that helps you get your mind right is daily digesting the Word of God, daily reading and studying the Word of God. And so we're going to do something here at the beginning of the year at Celebration Church to help you. We've already started. It's called our Journey Through the Bible Adventure. And every day, we're, for those who participate in this, every day we're going to be sending you scripture passages and written devotions and podcasts that will help you dig into God's Word so you can learn God's Word, the stories of God's Word, the principles of God's Word that will transform your mind, which will transform your health every part of your life. You can sign up to be a part of the Journey Through the Bible uh, adventure at celebrationchurch.org slash devotions. Be sure to do that today because the more we focus our mind on God's word, God's principles, God's practices, the healthier we'll become in our life, the better life will become for us and for those around us. So we want you to be a part of that. Now, to become and stay healthy in 2021, we're going to need to eat healthy food. We're going to need to maintain healthy thoughts. And then we're going to have to learn how to manage our energy. That's the fitness factor. Now, Daniel was good not only at making good choices and eating right, but he was also good at managing his energy. It says in Daniel chapter 1, verses 12 through 13, it says, Test us for 10 days on a diet of vegetables and water. By the way, that might be a good fasting plan for some of you as you begin this year. Test us for 10 days on a diet of vegetables and water. At the end of the 10 days, see how we look compared to the other young men who are eating the king's food. Now, Daniel and his friends, they didn't lose energy. They maintained their energy by eating the right things and by doing the right things. If you want to be healthy, you've got to learn this skill. You've got to learn how to manage your energy. This is the fitness factor. You see, energy management is more important to our life and our success than time management. Now here at Celebration Church, we believe in time management. I've taught you many times that your time is your life. If you waste your time, you're wasting a part of your life. If you make good use of your time, you're bettering your life. But management of energy is even more important than management of time because we all have the same amount of time. We all have 168 hours, but not everybody has the same amount of energy. Some people are gifted with extraordinary amount of energy and some people have a, hot, a lot less. I, I'm grateful that God's given me a lot of energy in my life. Uh, but let me tell you something. If you don't have a lot of energy, or even if you do have energy and you need more energy, there are three ways to create energy. Rest, eating healthy, and exercise. Rest, eating healthy, and exercise. Now, we've already talked about eating healthy, so let me talk about the other two things, about rest uh, and resting, which is, by the way, something I'm not good at in my life. The Bible says in Psalm 127, verse 2, It is useless for you to work so hard from early morning until late at night, anxiously, anxiously waiting for food to eat, for God gives rest to His loved ones. That reminds us that God wants His people to have proper rest in their lives. Now, you may think that rest is not important to you, but rest is so important for our lives that God actually included resting in His top Ten Commandments and the Ten Commandments. God said in one of His commandments that you're to make the Sabbath day a holy day that you focus on worshiping me, which, by the way, that ought to be a priority for us in 2021. You focus on worshiping me and you focus on resting. Now, honestly, of all the Ten Commandments, that's the one I've broken the most. 
I've struggled at times, a lot of times, most of my life with being a workaholic. I find it hard to take a day off. But when I do, I find myself becoming emotionally and mentally and spiritually charged. I remember one time I said, I don't believe in taking a day off because the devil doesn't take a day off. And someone challenged me and said, so the devil's your model? I was like, whoa, no, I don't want devil to be my model. I want Jesus. I want the Lord to be my model. And the Bible says Jesus would take some time to get away from people and to get away from doing things so he could spend time with the Heavenly Father so he could rest and he could recharge it physically, mentally, and emotionally. And if Jesus, God's Son, needed to do that, you and I need to learn how to do that as well. We need to find ways and find days and times to rest. But we also need to exercise. Uh, by exercising, we actually create more energy. You see, you don't get more energy by just sitting in your home, watching television, binging on Netflix, or sitting back and, and just eating. You get more energy by getting out and doing something, by exercising. The Bible says in 1 Timothy 4, train yourself to be godly. Physical training is good, but training for godliness is much better, promising benefits in this life and the life to come. Now, I used to read that verse and say, well, spiritual exercise is a lot better than physical exercise. Spiritual exercises are things like prayer and Bible reading and attending worship and serving the Lord and sharing our faith and things like that. But what the Bible actually says is that both are valuable to us in our lives. Spiritual exercises are valuable for us. They're crucial for us, but so are physical exercises as well. And so God wants us to be involved not only in eating right and thinking right, but God also wants us to be involved in exercising as well. Now, let me tell you, it's really as simple as getting up and getting moving in our lives. Doesn't take any more than that. Just get up and get moving. Once you get up and get moving, you're going to start to have more energy. But along the way, you need to realize this. Satan doesn't want you to be healthy. He, he's going to be there every step of the way. He's going to provide you excuse after excuse to keep you from eating right and thinking right and to keep you from exercise as well. Don't allow him to do that. Get up and be active. Do some walking. Join a gym and start working out. Start swimming. Start biking. Begin doing some things that will cause you to become more physically active in your life. And by the way, if we just started eating healthy and thinking right and exercising, we would probably lose about one pound a week. Now that doesn't sound like a lot to some of you, but one pound a week is 12 pounds and a quarter. That's almost 50 pounds by the end of the year. I mean, we could all be 50 pounds uh, lighter. Some of you look like skeletons, but we could all be 50 pounds lighter if we would just learn how to eat right and exercise in 2021 like we've never done before. Healthy people manage their energy through rest and eating right and exercise. Here's the fourth thing. To become and stay healthy in 2021, we're going to need, going to, need to enlist some supportive friends in our life. Did you know that Daniel didn't try to stay healthy on his own? He had three friends named Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego who were committed to the cause along with him. Let me tell you, the healthiest people are those who have the healthiest friends around them, who are focused on the right things, who are focused on living the right kind of life and, and doing the right kind of things. We all need those kind of people. And by the way, those kind of people are, are best found in life groups here at Celebration Church, people who are dedicated to loving the Lord, living for the Lord, and, and hopefully being healthy in every area of their lives. Let me tell you, we all need people like that in our lives, even the strongest and best of us need people like that in our lives. It says in Ecclesiastes chapter 4, two are better than one because together they can work more effectively. If one falls down, the other can help him up. But if someone is alone and falls, there's no one to help him. Let me tell you, that's true in every part of life. If you're to become better uh, physically, emotionally, vocationally, financially, in every area of life, you've got to have some trusted people alongside of you who are there to encourage you and lift you up and stand by you. Uh, uh, write this down. Everybody needs a buddy. 
Everybody needs a buddy who's going to encourage them, who's going to challenge them, who's going to help them uh, to, to move toward the best areas of life. We all need that. And the Bible says we need people who will encourage us. It says in Hebrews chapter 10, we need people who encourage one another. And let me tell you again, the most encouraging, supportive friends we need are found in life groups here at Celebration Church. And if you're not in one, you're not going to be as helped as you need to be in 2021. If you want to get involved in one, Talk to your campus pastor about that. Talk to some of your other friends at Celebration Church about that. Or go to celebrationchurch.org slash ministries. Find you a life group. I can share with you all kind of testimonies from men, from women, from teenagers, from couples, from senior adults who would tell you that they got their life on track. They got their mind on track. They got their health on track. They became spiritually strong because they got involved with a life group with other people. And then here's the final thing. To become and stay healthy in 2021. We're going to need to plug into God's power on a daily basis. That's the faith factor. Let's go back to Daniel's story. The Bible says in Daniel 1.17, God gave these four young men an unusual aptitude for understanding every aspect of literature and wisdom. And God gave Daniel the special ability to interpret the meanings of visions and dreams. These guys weren't just smart. They had supernatural ability in their life because they were plugged into the supernatural power of God. They were daily plugging into the presence and power of God. Now, we talked a lot today about physical health because we know that God cares about that. We talked about emotional and mental health because we know God cares about that. Uh, but let me tell you, God cares most of all about our spiritual health, our spiritual health, about our. And that comes from putting our faith and trust in him and plugging into God's presence and power and depending upon the Lord. There are three great stories in Mark chapter five about how Jesus helped people come to health. Uh, one of the stories is a woman who had an ongoing health issue for 12 years. She had been to all the doctors. She had tried all the treatments for 12 years, all to no avail. Uh, she was still struggling physically. But one day, Jesus was coming through her town, and a great crowd was around him as he was walking through the crowd. The Bible says in Mark 5 that she reached out and touched the hem of his garment. Immediately, the Bible says she was healed by the Lord. When Jesus sensed what had happened, he asked, who touched me? And the woman acknowledged that she had been the one to touch his garment. And Jesus said to her, daughter, your faith has made you well. Go in peace. Now, what Jesus said to that woman in that day, he's saying to you and I in our day, if we'll put our faith and trust in him, if we'll believe in him, if we'll touch him, if we'll plug into his presence and power, he will heal us. He will help us. He will bring peace and joy and purpose to our lives. How does plug into the Lord's power? Help us become healthy in our lives. It gives us greater motivation. When we're doing things for the Lord, it gives us greater motivation. It gives us greater reward. Uh, the Bible says that when we, in 1 Corinthians 9, 25, that when we're serving the Lord and focused on the Lord and becoming spiritually fit, that we'll have rewards that will last forever. And then depending on the Lord brings us greater power. It says in Philippians 2, 13, God is now working in you, giving you the desire and the power to do what pleases him. You see, that is the difference there in most people's lives. The difference between willpower and God's power. Willpower doesn't work. That's why New Year's resolutions don't work. That's why diets, most diets don't work. You don't need willpower. You need, you need God's power. You need to stop trying to make it happen in your own strength and ability and start trusting that the Lord will give you the power to succeed in every area of your life. You need to stop trying to make things better in your own power and start trusting in the one who has all the power. Now, Daniel, let me take you back to Daniel. Daniel was focused on being godly and focused on being healthy. 
Because of that, God blessed them. He rose to prominence in the Babylonian kingdom. And later on, when the Babylonians were conquered by the Persians, he also rose to, Persian in the, uh, rose to prominence in the Persian kingdom. That's, that's almost an anomaly. Nobody's ever heard about that. In the Persian kingdom, the Bible says that Daniel soon proved himself more capable than all the other administrators and high officers. It's Daniel chapter 6. Because of Daniel's great ability, the king made plans to place him high over the entire empire to make him the prime minister of the empire. Then the other administrators and high officers began to search for some fault in the way Daniel was handling government affairs, but they couldn't find anything to criticize or condemn. Can you imagine that in our day? They couldn't find anything to criticize or condemn because Daniel was faithful, he was always responsible. He was completely trustworthy. Now, that's the picture of a healthy man. He was healthy physically. He was healthy mentally. He was healthy emotionally. He was healthy financially. He was healthy vocationally. He was healthy relationally in every kind of way. And 4,000 years later, we're still talking about Daniel and learning from Daniel. I'm telling you, the Lord wants to make us all like Daniel. He wants us to become healthy in every area of our lives. He, he wants to do that. He wants to transform us into healthy individuals in every area of our lives so we can become transformers of others in the communities and culture around us. You see, God didn't just bring us a celebration so we could watch others experience the transforming presence and power of the Lord in their lives. He brought us here so we could be transformed in every area of our lives and in the process become transformers of the people around us and transformers of our culture. That all starts with us becoming physically, emotionally, mentally, financially, relationally, and spiritually healthy. Things we've learned about today, things we're going to learn about more in depth in our transformed spiritual growth emphasis. You know, my, I tease my wife Vicki about being the uh, reality show queen. She loves reality shows. Uh, she started off with Survivor. And by the way, she's still watching Survivor. And along the way, she's watched a lot of other reality shows and made me watch them along with her. Shows like Big Brother, Dancing with the Stars, So You Think You Can Dance. And now she's watching The Masked Singer and, 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 the, and the Voice and I Can See Your Voice. Now, one of her favorite reality programs of all time, I don't think it's no, no longer on television, but it was called The Biggest Loser. About a lot of people who are overweight, out of shape, getting healthy. I asked her one time, why do you like that show so much? And here's what she said. I like the show because at the end of the season, they show clips of people after they've lost their weight, after they've gone back to their families. They're so happy. Their family members are happy. Everybody's happy. The community is happy because they regain their health and their life. Let me tell you, when we regain our health and our life, it makes us happy. It makes the people around us happy. It makes a lot of other people happy. It even makes the Lord happy. So let's commit today to becoming healthier in our lives. Eating healthy foods. Thinking healthy thoughts building up our energy through our diet, rest, and exercise, surrounding ourselves with healthy and godly people, and daily plugging into God's power through prayer and through Bible reading. And let's commit to being a part of the upcoming Transform Emphasis in every way so we can all rise to new levels of health and holiness and happiness in 2021. I want you to bow with me right now. Our heads are bowed and eyes are closed. I want to pray for you, and then I want to lead you in a prayer that I want you to repeat along with me. Let me pray for you first. Father... Help us to never forget that our bodies belong to you, that they're connected to the body of Christ and they will be resurrected one day. Forgive us for the times we misused our bodies and we've abused our health. Today we commit, not as individuals, but we commit as a people of God, to, as a family, as a community, to this journey of health, to, to follow your plans for our health in 2021 in greater ways than we've ever done in times past. Now you pray this with me. Pray something like this. Pray, dear God, 
Come on, pray that prayer with me. Dear God, help me to learn to eat healthy food. Help me to learn how to think healthy thoughts. Help me to manage my energy. Help me to make time in my schedule for rest and for exercise. Help me to find a buddy, a friend, an accountability partner who will work on their health along with me. Help me to find a group that I can be a part of that will challenge me toward health in every part of my life. And most of all, Lord, help me to get into your word and prayer on a daily basis through this journey through the Bible emphasis. So help me to learn how to depend upon your power, not my power, to overcome all the obstacles and opposition, the struggles and the troubles of life and to become holier, healthier and happier in my life in 2021. Lord, I've tried to change so many times, but I can't in my own power, but in your power. I believe I can become holy and healthy and happier than I've ever been in 2021. I pray this with all of my heart. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Well, listen, I want to thank you so much for joining us today uh, for this service. I want to encourage you to do this before you, you leave this program. I want you to go to webcc.info, download webcc.info, go to the My Decision tab. And if today you pray with me to make Jesus your Savior, or today you pray with me to rededicate your life to the Lord, or if you have a prayer request, be sure to let us know about that before you log off. And listen, I want you to start on that journey to the Bible, through the Bible emphasis, go to celebrationchurch.org slash devotions. It'll help you every day to dig into God's word, to know how to pray and less commit to being healthier than we've ever been in 2021. Lord, thank you for the incredible people of celebration. Bless us in every way in the coming days, physically, emotionally, mentally, financially, vocationally, spiritually, relationally, in every way so that we might be holier, happier and healthier than we've ever been. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. If you were encouraged by today's message, make sure to rate us and subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you stream your podcast. Again, thanks for listening to the Celebration Church Podcast.